Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me in mixing the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. We're going to unlearn all the bullshit that we've been taught and conditioned to believe and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to walk along the spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you, to find more love, light, joy, and gratitude. I'm sharing all the knowledge I have and will continue to acquire to help you to live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey, you spiritual badasses. I am back today with Allison, and she's going to talk all about astrology for you badasses. And we are going into Sagittarius, right? Sagittarius. (laughs) I'm like, it is Sagittarius, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm super excited to talk about this and talk about what the moons are going to be like and what the energy is going to be like and what the heck Sagittarius season is in the first place. So welcome back, Allison. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's so fun to be back and um, I'm definitely you know honored to be part of your show. So thank you. Um, and yeah, so I mean, should I just, I could dive in a little bit and just to talk a bit about the energy and like archetype of Sagittarius and sort of what what is coming, coming down the pike with that. Yeah. Just jump off the diving board. Jump on in. All right. All right. And then, (laughs) and then there, we can talk about, uh, after that, we can talk about some, you know, specific things, some planetary ingresses, like, which means planets changing signs, you know, that are going to be happening during Sagittarius month. And then, like you said, the, the moons and what's, what's up with that. Um, so yeah, so the, usually the shift from Scorpio season to Sagittarius is fairly palpable and for people fairly detectable and, um, and kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. It essentially, you know, we're, we're going from Scorpio, which is loves to just take such a deep dive in, into the taboo and into the shadows. And um, Scorpio is like, really wants to kind of get to the, the crux of things and um, loves like ex- analyzing and examining human psychology. And so, so there is this sort of deep and heavy tone with Scorpio season and then Sagittarius arrives and wants to lighten things up a little, a little bit. So Sagittarius is a fire sign, fire element. 
Mm. All three of the fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, share some qualities like being sort of upbeat, optimistic, charismatic, warm. Um, Sagittarius in particular is, is said to have a great sense of humor. Um, they're, they're usually just sort of fun to be around. They could be the life of the party. Um, and, you know, it's it's like, so shifting from the sort of deep, dark, watery energy of Scorpio to now the, the fire of Sagittarius can brighten things up a little bit. I, I love how the, the month of Sagittarius coincides with um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Sagittarius loves to eat, loves to drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eat drink and and be merry you know and um and and Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter Jupiter it's the biggest planet you know in in our solar system it typically has a magnifying and amplifying sort of impact like wherever it is in somebody's astrology chart or if there's something like significant going on with Jupiter it will kind of have, have this amplification, you know, amplifying energy. So that gets sort of distilled down through Sagittarius and mm, yeah, I mean, sort of larger than life, bigger is better, more is more. That's kind of the energy of, of Sag. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, we are going to need that after, I mean, not that's, (laughs) Yeah, Scorpio season is. I feel like sometimes you're like walking through the muck of the water, you know. Yes, um, and you're like, and things are like falling off as you're going. Totally, and you come out on the other side in Sagittarius, like this new person, and you're like, oh, I get to celebrate this person now. So. I love that kind of how I see that. Like, you're like, you know, dredging through this muck for like a month. And then you're like, you know, all these things are falling off. It's getting a little easier as you're walking through, but it's still kind of like, are we there yet? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And then you get up on the shore and you're like, yes. And then you realize that you're like, you gotta, you gotta celebrate all that crap that you just went through and like really looking at yourself and the transformation and and here we are on the shore and now what are we going to do? Like, let's go party for a little bit and then go kick ass. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, some of the other things that Sagittarius is about is um, long distance journeys, like global travel, um, exploration, adventure, but then also it it rules philosophy and and knowledge, wisdom, truth. So it's like, you know, just because it's sort of a a lighter and brighter energy doesn't mean that the sign is superficial Mm because it's not. Um, But yeah, it just has a little bit more of that, like, literal literal fire uh to it than you know than Scorpio does and 
Um, Sagittarius, some of the some of the archetypes that would be linked to Sagittarius are things like the teacher, the student, the guru, the seer, uh, the philosopher. So, yeah, I mean, the the character for Sagittarius is the is a centaur and, and it's holding like a bow and arrow. Mm. Um and so that bow and arrow is symbolic, like Sagittarius likes to go far, you know, wants to shoot that arrow off uh, far into the distance and, and kind of follow it and, and see what it, what it finds, you know, there. Um, so, yeah, just to give a little, you know, a little bit more of the complete picture of, of Sagittarius. Um, yeah, it's almost like yeah. a new beginning in a way kind of like kind of like okay here I am now I'm gonna shoot the arrow to there and that's where I want to go yep yeah yep exactly what did you say about Jupiter before so every every sign is ruled by a particular planet and Mm -hmm. Jupiter rules Sagittarius Mm -hmm. it's the biggest planet in our solar system yeah and it, and the its size is sort of symbolic because it has this sort of big energy. Jupiter is no Jupiter is said to be the the luckiest planet. It, it's the there was a word that the ancient astrologers used um, called benefic, mm. kind of has a similar like to the words like benevolent, you know. Mm. So Jupiter is thought to be the greater benefic. It, it is. A very positive, you know, overwhelmingly positive it will bring, you know, good fortune, abundance just to where, where, whatever like sector of someone's chart it is moving through. Um, so, so yeah, it's, I think you, you're sort of picking up on that with Sagittarius season in, in general, mm. you know, since it, since it's ruled by such a kind of yeah happy abundant planet that energy trickles down cool yeah I have my birth chart in front of me because I was just like what did you say about Jupiter (laughs) yeah and a a couple of things I noticed so I have this um birth chart that has like each of the um you know the signs and then Mm -hmm it says on the outside of them like how this is how you do certain things like in the world so on my where my Sagittarius lies on my wheel is the I serve like personal creativity is that your fifth house yes Mm -hmm. it's on your fifth house okay and Jupiter is in my um eighth house in Pisces oh that makes sense that you're so into metaphysical things yeah yeah (laughs) because the eighth the eighth house rules the metaphysical and the occult (laughs) Mm. you know and then you have Jupiter something in there that's going to just expand and bring positive fortune to that that sector yeah so that makes a lot of sense Gosh, that big truck just decided to like 
park outside my house for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it, but oh, good. Yeah, I could hear it. I did. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for next. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. So um, love that. Yeah, and my my son is in Aries, but it was like literally 0.4 degrees into Aries when I was born. You're so yeah, you're I remember that you're born right on the spring yeah. equinox. And my moon right. is in Pisces. Oh, that's cool. My moon is also in Pisces. Mm. And Mercury uh, is in Pisces for me. Oh yeah. Okay. You have a nice little little trio there in Pisces. Yeah. And actually, Janessa, that uh, when you said you have Jupiter in Pisces, yeah, yeah. So this is this is cool. You will be heading into a Jupiter return that happens about every twelve-ish years. Mm-hmm. So on December twenty-eighth, Jupiter will shift from Aquarius to Pisces, mm. um, and and yeah. So so Jupiter spends approximately one year in each sign. So that's why it takes about 12 years, you know, to come back to whatever sign it was in when some, somebody was born. Mm. So, so yeah, you're going to be experiencing this Jupiter return. And I believe that that is a very expansive, abundant time. Um, that's exciting. That, yeah, that, that 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 year where you have the Jupiter return, there's usually a, like a lot of growth, a lot of positive changes, positive growth that happens. Nice. So that's that's cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That is awesome. All right, so back to Sagittarius, though. I'm back yep. off my birth chart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's fun, right? It also kind of put you know gives people some like context of. How, you know, how do you then like talk about the signs and the planets in relation to you as an individual? Right. So it's like, yeah. that was like a little snippet, a little snippet of that. Um, yeah. So in my, in my Sagittarius house of five yep. is true node and Neptune. Mm, that's cool. Okay. Mm. Ooh. So, so you've got your North. Have... What? What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know if that means absolutely anything, but I mean, sure it does, but I don't really know what true note is either. Mm. Okay. So the true node is also referred to sometimes as the North node. Okay. And the, the North node comes in a pair. There's a North node and a South node and Mm. what the nodes are, they are the two places where the sun's path would intersect with the moon's path. Um, And, and so the nodes are always going to be in opposite Zodiac signs. And in, in somebody's individual birth chart, the North node is said to represent your soul lessons in this lifetime. Like what your soul kind of came here to learn about focus on. Maybe it's, new territory that will really help your, your soul to like grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, the South node is a little bit more about past lives, things that you've already mastered, been there, done that. Um, so yeah. basically for you, if you have North node in Sagittarius in the fifth house, 
that means that your south node is in Gemini in your 11th. Yeah. Wait, five yeah. and 11. Yeah, 11th house. Yep. Yep. So um, 11th house is about like groups and teams and, and innovation and the future. So maybe in past lives, you were, you were doing something like that really you were, maybe you were part of a large organization or involved with in a big group. And in this lifetime, it's a little bit more about celebrating your unique individual self-expression. So it's Mm -hmm. a little bit less about the group in this lifetime and a little bit more about like you shining as, as an individual. Um, so just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, there, there we have, we, we have it on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could say more, but then you probably then could, it, but yeah, we, yeah. We, we've got limited time here. So I know, I know. <laughs> right. So let's see, do you, I could give a couple of, of the other planetary highlights for yes, definitely Sag month. Yes. Okay. So it'll Sagittarius will begin on November 21st. If you're on the East coast, um, so the sun will enter Sagittarius then mm-hmm. a couple days later on the 24th of November, Mercury will follow suit. Mercury will enter Sagittarius. Um, and I'll just say one thing about that. So Mercury rules the mind, how your mind works, your, your communication and communication style. And Sagittarius is definitely a big picture thinker, a broad macro level Mm. kind of thinker. So when Mercury enters Sagittarius, it's not the best time for like the tiny little details. Sagittarius is like, is going to get really bored with that. (laughs) You know, we'll get, we'll get bored easily. So when Mercury is in Sagittarius, that's going to support more of this like yeah big picture maybe make a vision board have a vision board party or you know or something um where you're there where it's like you're challenging yourself to not have any limits you know like like think as as big as you can don't hold back um you know the sort of the world is your oyster type thing yeah 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 um I love that that anytime but especially (laughs) if we have like energy for it that's even better exactly exactly so that that's cool that'll be nice there'll be a a, about a week or or maybe eight days where mars will join this this sagittarius party so from december 13th to the 21st about eight day window the sun, Mercury, and uh, actually I lied. Darn it. Mercury, you mother effer. Am I allowed to swear? Am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah, I think I yes. am, right? It's called bad, spew spiritual <laughs> badass. Yeah, you can swear. Good. Well, I, I actually just looked at my notes and was like, oh, fuck. The, the day that Mars enters Sagittarius, Mercury actually moves on that day. Mercury's like, I ain't waiting around for you. It, it moves into Capricorn on the same day. So they actually won't overlap. Um, but, you know, when, when you have, we'll have that, 
we'll have about a six week period where Mars is in Sagittarius. And that kind of brings even more like mm, energy and ambition and drive to, to explore, to grow, to learn, to travel, thing, things like that. It, it will sort of, mm, all, all of the things that Sagittarius rules, you know, Mars will sort of direct the energy it, you know, into, into those areas. Good, Cause I'm going to yeah. need all that. Next month. <laughs> That's right. This is good. I think it's, this is good timing for, yeah. for what you've got going on. Yeah. Um, for you too. <laughs> that's a good yeah you're right yeah that's true. I like that yeah you're right thank you for that yeah. reminder um <laughs> yeah that's true so you know some, something else that I think will be there's there's a few other like goodies uh this Sagittarius season so the the calendar month of December mm. starts with Neptune going direct so Neptune has been retrograde mm. but december 1st it will station and resume forward motion um neptune retrogrades annually so it's not it's not like it's all it, you know a lot of the planets retrograde annually um and so it's always fun you know if, if i'm doing someone's birth chart and they're like oh my god i had that planet retrograde like when i was born and it's like yeah but it's retrograde for like five months out of the year. So it's not, yeah. it's not as, you know, like mind blowing as you might, as you might think, but um, a little earlier this summer of 2021, we had a, a good number of planets all retrograde. Like the, we, we've been, we've actually been in this pattern for several years now where it's like the summer of retrograde. Um, it just so happens that they kind of keep falling in this like time frame between like April-ish and October for, for a lot of them. So this summer, you know, we had um, we had Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, Chiron, all retrograde. Mercury went retrograde for the third and final time of this year. Um, back, back at the end of September. So slowly one by one, those planets have been going direct. Um, four of them, in fact, went direct in October. So there, there aren't that many remaining that are retrograde. So then on December 1st, Neptune will, will come out of retrograde and move forward. Neptune is about spirituality, dreams, fantasy, kind of all things like ethereal. Mm -hmm. And when it's retrograde, you can, it, it's subtle, but you can feel a little bit fuzzy, like a, a little, little bit of a lack of clarity. And um, maybe there's a little deception or delusion that could, could occur. So with it, you know, resuming direct motion on December 1st, it's like that sort of fuzzy veil will lift, mm. I think. And I think things will come into a little bit sharper focus. If there's something that you've been 
confused about or waiting to get clear on. You know, I think as as Neptune sort of gains that forward momentum, it will help to bring that clarity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the only other planets that will be still retrograde, we have Uranus, that'll still be retrograde. The asteroid Chiron actually goes direct later in, in Sagittarius season. So, so there's, there's another one that, mm. that shifts that's on December 19th. Um, and ironically on the same day, December 19th, Venus will go retrograde. Mm. So that's a big one. And that's worth saying a few things about but before I get on like a just a runaway train of of astrology I'm gonna stop just just see if you have anything to say or add or questions or what you know whatever <laughs> yeah well I think that it all sounds like so far in Sagittarius season like lots of like creativity lots of cl like more clarity um more energy like things are feel like they're gonna be moving forward yeah is what that sounds like yep and um let me just grab my my calendar here so i know that um you know we have another solar eclipse yep haven't uh, gone there yet exactly yeah. december 4th Yes, on the new moon. On the new moon. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That's a total one, right? Total soul. Yeah, total but in, on the East Coast, we're not going to see it probably because <laughs> it's going to be at 2.43 a.m. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. it's not one we get to see. But um, but we did talk about yep. some last, last time too. So oh, yeah. The partial lunar eclipse on this coming full moon on the 19th which November right 19th before we switch over uh -huh. yeah, November 19th yeah right before we swap over to um Sagittarius so yep that will be a fun one but yeah and that's on the full moon as well partial lunar eclipse on the full moon yep exactly whoa <laughs> yeah so and and to, to sort of bring something, tie in something we talked about just a little few, you know, a few minutes ago, and this might be a little bit of a review because I think we talked about it in the Scorpio season podcast, but just to review for people, um, those nodes that we were just talking about, so the North node and the South node, again, these are the points where the sun's path and the moon's path intersect. Mm -hmm. Those are typically the, the points where any solar or lunar eclipses will occur. Mm -hmm. And we are finishing up uh, about a year and a half cycle where the nodes have been in Gemini and Sagittarius. Wow. So, so the, the North node entered Gemini, South node entered Sagittarius back on Cinco de Mayo, 2020. Oh my God. <laughs> May 5th. Yeah. May 5th, 2020. And typically the nodes are in a pair of Zodiac signs for about 18 months. Mm. 
-hmm. So technically they will shift on this upcoming January 18th of 2022. They're going to move into Taurus and Scorpio. So we are kind of in this interesting, like, period of one door closing and another one opening, mm-hmm. you know, so, so to speak. So the November 19th full moon that you were referring to in Taurus, partial lunar eclipse, that you could think of as like the prequel or the, or the preview. Yeah. And it's, that's going to be the first eclipse in a string of seven total that will involve either Taurus or Scorpio. So yes. And then, and then we, then now into December, the December 4th new moon that you're talking about in Sagittarius, that is the final eclipse (coughs) in the Gemini Sagittarius pairing. So it's kind of an interesting thing that, you know, normally on the new moon, we talk about you know, new beginnings, right? Mm. Setting an intention, planting seeds and things like that. But then this one, because it's that final eclipse in the Sag Gemini axis or pairing, Mm. it also has like a finality to to it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like closing out that Mm. portal portal. Yeah. But mm-hmm. opening a whole damn new one. <laughs> a new one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and awesome. so the, there's a little bit of a flavor difference between lunar eclipses and solar eclipses. So the December 4th new moon is a solar eclipse. Usually solar eclipses can reveal something. Um, that has an impact in an external sense. So it could be like some big piece of information, something public, maybe some, some, something public gets uncovered or, um, or maybe there's a, a change that's, that's kind of obvious on the outside. Um, like let, let's say somebody gets a new job off offers, you know, or something like that, where it's gonna have this like obvious external impact. And then contrast that with lunar eclipses. Lunar eclipses can be a little bit more personal, inner, maybe involve, maybe revealing something um, that that was sort of swept under the rug with like a close personal relationship. Um, so yeah, so the lunar ones are a little bit more personal and, and inward or inner. Uh, and then the solar is a little bit more public and external, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally does. It's like shining the light outward and the moon is shining the light inward. Beautiful. Yes. Bingo. I love Yeah. You summed that up really nicely. Yeah. So that's so again that that new moon in Sag total solar eclipse is the fourth of December. Mm-hmm. Um, then two weeks later, there's the Gemini full moon, which I believe is the 18th. Is that what you have down? Yep. Yeah, the 18th. Um, but that one is not an eclipse. So you know, 
full moons, full moons are still powerful, but it's just, it's not, um, it's not amped, <laughs> you know, triple amped. It's not a, it, yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. an eclipse. So yeah, well, they're um, amped enough. We, they are amped enough. Yeah, right? <laughs> they don't need any more amping. <laughs> no. And that one doesn't go full until 1136 PM. So almost yeah. into the, like, it's like 24 minutes before, you know, goes into Sunday, the 19th. Exactly. So really, it's just those of us on the Eastern seaboard, or, you know, Eastern time zone, right, that would have it technically on the 18th, I guess, Central Time, Mountain Time, Pacific, those people are, it's all, it's all going to be in the wee, the wee hours of uh, yeah, the 19th. Yeah. Right. Yes. So uh, yeah, yeah, because I they're think behind us. So. They're behind, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I actually, you know, in some ways I'm like, maybe it is going to be a little amped and, <laughs> and here, here, here's why, because again, we've got to remember that on the 19th, a couple big things happen, you know, on the 19th, we have Chiron going direct. So Chiron will finish its retrograde on the 19th, same day, Venus will go retrograde. Mm. So Venus retrograde is interesting because she only retrogrades every year and a half to two years. That's it. So the, the, the two planets that retrograde the least often are Venus and Mars. Mm. They are, are both every like year and a half to two years only. So the last time we had Venus retrograde was um, May of 2020. And it was from a date in May until I believe until, you know, at some date in June. So this upcoming retrograde, Venus is in Capricorn. I'll say a little bit about what that means in a second, but Venus will retrograde from December 19th to January 29th. She's in Capricorn already. Um, I believe it was November 5th Mm -hmm. that Venus entered Capricorn. Venus will stay in Capricorn all the way until I think it's March 4th, 2022 (laughs) Um, because of this retrograde. So normally Venus flies through each sign like every three weeks three weeks three weeks moving moving on Mm -hmm. but because of the retrograde we're getting like a four month chunk of venus and capricorn so if if we remember back to something i said a little earlier how the ancient astrologers called jupiter the greater benefic Mm -hmm. right venus is the the lesser benefic so the two benefics are Jupiter and Venus. They are, those are thought to be the most abundant, positive kind of feel good planets. Um, Venus rules love, intimacy, romance, finances. Um, and then in Capricorn. So this is like a little preview, I guess, of the next podcast episode right that'll be about Capricorn season starting on the winter solstice um but Capricorn is all business 
Capricorn is a serious earth sign. It's about career, business, life purpose, achieving your goals, fulfilling your duties and obligations. So Venus is is a little bit, um, you could say dull in Capricorn. Like I think Venus sort of likes to feel free and, 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 and flowy and, um, like the fairy. Sort of the, yeah. And like fantastical and, and everything. And so in Capricorn, it's a little bit like, want want you know, yeah. like, <laughs> it's a little, yeah. It's kind of like, but I want to play and I want to, I want to play, I want sparkly things. And yeah. Why aren't you letting me have them? <laughs> exactly. But for for anyone anyone out there who is sort of is either an entrepreneur, a, a business owner, uh, you know, or or even like working just on your career or working on, let's say, your 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 money mindset or something. Mm. I, I I actually think this whole Venus transit through Capricorn and retrograde could be a good thing. For, for all of that. Cause I think, I think the positive energy of Venus could, could sort of sprinkle some of that, you know, good kind of good luck into the realms that Capricorn rules like mm. career and business. Um, it also could be a great time to collaborate um, with a romantic partner in some kind of business endeavor. Mm, which we we know somebody in this podcast is doing that right so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I think that's cool that 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 bodes well um so so yeah I mean basically whenever you have a retrograde it's like it's a chance to review something Mm -hmm. you know it's a chance it's a chance to take a second look to go back for a moment um any when something is retrograde a lot of the words that begin with the letters r e are sort of highlighted or like auspicious you know so reviewing revisit revitalize rest relax um you, you know th- those those words and concepts are are things that retrograde energy supports mm. so I like all those you know, so, words mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah so you know Venus Venus retrograde will conclude um January 29th and I know this is getting a little a little ahead of ourselves but just because I, I'm I think it'll be exciting uh so January 29th Venus will go direct Mercury will be retrograde at that time, Ugh. but I know, I know, I know, I know. After but this last one, I'm hoping that, that the next last one, one is bad. Holy crap! That last one was such an ass kicking. But yeah, the the first Mercury retrograde of 2022 concludes on February 4th, and the cool thing about that day, February 4th, is we begin an almost three month period where every planet is direct. Wow. Woo! Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so 
right? So we're going to have this window February 4th to it's like May, it's early May, where everything is all the major planets are direct. So that is really going to be, you know, a three month kind of, you know, pedal to the metal or or just a, a tailwind really pushing you, propelling you forward, no resistance, you know, in the flow. No. Um, yeah. So I know that we'll, we'll talk more about that in whatever podcast, you know, yeah. <laughs> that'll so, fall yeah. under. But so yeah. that makes a lot of sense though, because if, you know, like we're putting on our business hats there for a little while or our yeah. get down to business hats there for a little while, even while venus is kind of hanging out trying to sprinkle some good shit on us right like if that makes sense that when they all go direct it's like so do all of the stuff just do what you need to do in that time and then you're gonna see all the fruits of the labor after exactly yeah nice. yep love it yep yep so i think that that's yeah that's like kind of a exciting timeline and um yeah, I mean, Chiron, the the other thing that changes direction on December 19th, um, Chiron will go direct that day. That is an asteroid that has to do with um, healing, like healing from mm, core wounds that you might have, healing from past lives, ancestral trauma, you know, th- generational trauma, things like that. Um, and so as that asteroid has been retrograde, you know, that maybe people have been doing a lot of deep work around that stuff, like a lot of deep healing. And so I think it kind of keeps that theme keeps going with, you know, when Chiron goes direct, it's like the fruits of your healing efforts will hopefully become more obvious and and palpable yeah yeah like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i mean interesting like happening is that like the end are we at is that the end that's kind of that yeah that's what i was gonna say is like you know then two days later december 21st we've got the winter solstice you know for anyone in the northern hemisphere and that Mm -hmm. is what the with you know in western astrology when the sun enters capricorn Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean basically in a nutshell it's like sagittarius season has a couple of the inner planets moving in and out of sag you know mercury mars and the sun um we've got the new moon in sag with the total solar eclipse that'll be powerful um then the then venus retrograde the Gemini full moon, Chiron stationing for direct motion. Um, and yeah, so th- those are sort of the, the ones that really stand out. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like kind of time to kick up our heels a little bit after we've run through the muck. <laughs> yes, exactly. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy, enjoy this month. Yeah, nice. Totally. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, thank yeah. you so much for, for doing that and, you know, going through all that. Yeah, and it's I, my pleasure. It sounds like it's going to be a, a fun month, which is good. And, you know, a fun few months coming. So exactly. 
<laughs> I'm excited for it that. It is. Because I feel yeah. like 2021 has gone by so fast and that so much like has happened and it's like it's been sludgy kind of like it has been sludgy yeah so i would i would totally agree getting out of the sludge (laughs) yay yeah so i think some yeah some maybe some brighter brighter days are are ahead yeah which is great yeah so, so as always, anyone listening, please screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram. Um, Allison's information is all in the show notes. Um, I won't make her go through it every single time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but it is all in there. And um, please reach out anytime to either one of us with questions. If you have definite questions for your birth chart or any of those things send them to uh send them to allison because i'm gonna go i have no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely. questions on moons and energies and things like that send them to me i got it yeah yeah um, right on but yeah i love that so mm-hmm. thank you again allison for listening and to everyone else out there listening we love you so much and we'll see you in the next episode Yay. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome.